0: Welcome to the rebooted version of the Mind My Business co- podcast. My name is Jonathan Floyd. I am the founder and owner of Box of Care, a New Orleans gift slash care package company, and I've got my my brother, my my co-host, my ace,
1: Dean Floyd. Hello, everyone. How are y'all doing? He is the owner of. Go ahead, Dean. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna steal your thunder. Of course, thank you. And I'm the owner of the Lux Concept, which is a New Orleans-based interior design LLC. So, so, we are starting this podcast. I actually started or tried to do this podcast
0: um, probably about a year ago. Uh, didn't get the didn't well. I guess kind of started it. Didn't really get to take it as far as I wanted to. Had some ideas, um, but I wanted a place to kind of talk about and channel my energy from from essentially starting up a business from nothing, bringing it from. Um, from concept to actual ideas to things that were being executed and just have an outlet of being able to tell that story. So that's, that's where this, this concept, um, I tried this before, again, like I mentioned, uh, you know, found some people who were a part of it, who wanted to be a part of it, wasn't able to quite make it work, but I've circled back here in, in, in trying times, being quarantined, uh, and my brother and I both social distancing as well, of course, six uh, feet, uh, correct. Six, six <laughs> feet in, in quarantine. Uh, but everything kind of led me back to my brother, who I, who I knew had started a business and uh, was looking for some of the same opportunities to be able to kind of talk about what he's doing and his thing. So this podcast is just going to be us talking about certain concepts, certain things that we're going through, uh, challenges that we have, how we kind of face those challenges. Um, and this first episode is really just about an introduction to our businesses, so we typically never want to do an episode more than uh, fifteen, maybe twenty minutes at the most, where we're just kind of uh, again talking through concepts, saying whatever we're thinking, and and the long-term goals are are to have guests on here, to have some people kind of come on and talk about what they're seeing, or you know folks who are starting a businesses as well versus folks who have businesses who have done well. Uh, we plan on kind of doing all that, but really again, just an opportunity to hopefully inspire some people, give some people. Uh, those who've sat on ideas, who are thinking of ideas. I think uh, with this coronavirus, COVID situation, you see a lot of people now um, who are starting to come up with thoughts and ideas as we unfortunately see some businesses kind of leave, not just New Orleans, but pretty much the entire country and world who are kind of shutting down. Um, we're going to see the birth birth of new businesses. So this is a, a great opportunity. So. With that being said, I'll let Dean tell his story first, um, and then when he is finished, I will tell my story, and then we'll
1: go ahead and wrap up episode one. Perfect. Sounds great. <clears throat> so as far as my story, um, did you kind of want me to explain kind of what inspired me or just kind of get Absolutely. into? Everything. Everything. Perfect. Yep. So, Everything. Yeah, I could kind of start with what inspired me. I've, personally, when it comes to interior design, I've always had a knack of, um, I think it kind of transpires back to my mom. Well, our mom. <laughs> That's funny <laughs> enough to say that, but it's um, our mom. Um, she originally was a fashion merchandising major, and she is very crafty when it comes to putting anything together, um, small or large scale. So just kind of working on those projects with her growing up, it really gave me that creat- that creat- creative edge, I would say, <clears throat> to kind of just explore what is it design-wise that I'd want to do. And, you know, through experiences and um, in my marriage now, um, when we first moved into our first house together, um, my husband at the time, well, who was my partner, he mentioned to me that, you know, oh, I just wish (laughs) our dining room could look a little more dressed up Dean, You know, wouldn't that be nice if we could have guests come over and it looked... (laughs) And it looked like something that they talk about. And funny enough, when he made that comment, you know, I, I'd said some things prior to that, you know, I like design. I've always wanted to dive in. And once he made that comment, I literally, at first, just, I mean, my ideas were going crazy. And with that being said, I got hired to be a, a visual manager at Z Gallery, um, which was in Lakeside Mall next to Restoration Hardware. So, It was just kind of perfect timing with me you know wanting to be more creative and then now getting this new position to where i'm getting full creative range to express myself i think that really helped mold me into understanding that you know having worked for a brand and creating what they visually love i'm kind of ready to do that for myself and for my own brand and create that vision for everyone and you know do what i do best but ultimately Satisfying, you know my clients i think that's ultimately what what it's about so oh. wow. and wow and i guess where do things kind of stand with you now what's yeah. of course so kind of you know with covid things have shifted a little bit um i'm not able to kind of make in-home visits as i'd like to do but um i'm still keeping an ongoing relationship um with communication i have one client i'm still communicating with her regularly um I was working on her dining room, um, kind of prior to COVID, uh, we were finishing her entry foyer area, so I'm just hoping, you know, kind of when we can start gathering again, I can get my handy guy over, and we can knock it out for her, and in the midst of talking to her, I've had some other inquiries as well, I'm just kind of waiting for things to brush over, so I can make those personal appearances, but you know, with everything going on with COVID, this is the time where I'm actually trying to really continue to motivate myself daily to make my social presence known. And, you know, we're kind of all hanging at home doing the same thing. So, you know, this is a time where you can really socially take off with yourself in your business.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and I guess in terms of, and I'm not trying to interview you or anything, but in terms of like the long-term vision, what, where, where do you see the lux concept in the next whatever i i would say 5 to 10 years but hell what what about 1 year 1 year maybe 5 years where do you see or what's kind of your long term vision of course i think
1: um my long term vision ultimately is kind of creating the full restoration um that full vision literally from uh the ground up for my clients so if it's exterior, um, from gardening, I'd love to come in, you know, create that whole landscape design, completely um, create the interior design from hardware finishes to, you know, decor piece that are going to be, you know, lamp finishes at the well, so, finishes as well, I'm sorry. So, ultimately, I just would love the luxe concept to be that complete brand that can do everything that you need done from internally to the exterior as well but you know that all takes time so I say within a year I want to continue to grow my brand so we can keep getting that buzz so we can say in 10 years you know I can get to that goal but I think keeping those realistic you know yearly goals of next year I want to I personally would love you know another hundreds of thousand Instagram followers and I would love some more um, collaborations. That would be amazing and get some more designers as well that want to work with me just to continue to make my brand more established and which will ultimately help with that long-term goal.
0: Absolutely. And I, and, and, you know, we, we've got some topics we're going to discuss over the next few episodes and and networking is actually one of them. So um, it'll be good to kind of talk through the networking piece, but, uh, I mean, I've seen some of your work and I mean, it's, it's amazing. Thank you. Um, and I know we, we've got some things that we want to do around the house and when the time comes, you'll be the person. So, um, but just to kind of, I guess, go off of what you say, it's, it's really about that day to day. Um, it's so easy to think, okay, in the future, I want this big office and I want this and that and all these things. But it's like, if you don't do the stuff tomorrow, I mean, you'll never get to, that point of having all those other things, no matter who the company is, everybody started from, you know, concept and then went into, um, you know, the beginning phases of having to, to get themselves out there, whether you have money or not, it's, that's doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? So it's just that, that beginning and growth thing, you know? I agree. Yeah. So great story. Um, I guess what I'm doing is not as luxurious, uh, in a sense. So, um, with box of care that that actually started almost 3 years ago so we started the day after mother's day in 2017 and the uh, original concept for excuse me that's when the business launched the business was conceived in the mind before that in 2016 where uh, my wife who is from Chicago who is your sister-in-law obviously but my wife who is from Chicago And she disputes me on the story, but I swear it happened like this. We, she found a company, or we came across a company online called Chicago in a Box, um, as I give them free publicity. But um, the company takes things that are unique to Chicago.
1: You
0: know, she's from there, so she recognized a ton of the things that go into the gift or the care packages. Um, You have the opportunity to go into their website and pick things that you want to include into this care package that they would send you so my first thought was that something like this exists for new orleans and i did not see anything i saw some some places that did gift baskets and even saw some places that did subscription boxes but nobody really did a gift box with things that are unique to new orleans that looks a little bit different than the standard uh either general box you know brown mailer box or a basket. So, my first thought was, I wonder if I could put together some things that would give me the opportunity to kind of start a business like this. So, um, I don't know how the name Box of Care came about. So, however I got there, came with the name Box of Care. It may have been divine inspiration <laughs> or, what, or you know whatever, whatever. But uh, the name Box of Care came to me. Um, I will say one thing, and I, and I can kind of go into this later in terms of aspirations, but. I've started the business here in new Orleans, but I wasn't going to put new Orleans on it because I want to perfect this concept here and take it to other places. So anyways, um, Box of care came about now. I started with a part, I started with two partners and, um, one person, um, dropped out fairly early, uh, just because time. And the second person eventually did as well, just because of the time constraints with it. Um, because we've all, everybody who was ever a part of it was working, um, but started with the partners when we first did the thought was, can we take 10 cities in the country and do gifts where people will buy things that are unique to that particular city, uh, put that into a care package and then send that to different parts of the city or different parts of the country that represent those different cities. I think when it came down to it, it was going to be way too hard logistically to get items in from all over the country and then to be able to send them back out with having some sort of operations in those particular places. So we said, you know what, why not New Orleans? New Orleans is such a love city, uh, and you get, you get a lot of people who visit New Orleans, who leave, who always want to take something. Now, don't get me wrong, every city kind of has that, but if you've ever been to New Orleans in comparison to other places in the country, and I've, I've been to a good amount of cities, and so have you, but, you know, you've been to other places. It's just... New Orleans is different, and I don't just mean the food. I don't just mean the music and all. I mean like the actual like atmosphere with the people, and um, when you're down here, and with, there's a whole bunch of outsiders, and um, they kind of ingratiate themselves into what happens in the city. Um, you know, it's super unique, and to be able to kind of create that into a gift box was what my aim was to do. So, from there, the business got launched, got the LLC. Uh, the Box Carol LLC, Um, got the trademark piece done as well, and then got the business up and running the day after Mother's Day, like I said, in 2017. Um, From there, uh, as bad as this is, I'm a perfectionist, so I spent almost the entire first year trying to perfect everything, trying to make sure the pictures were good, trying to make sure uh, things with the website were good and all that. In the midst of doing that, I started to venture out and try to go – and meet people in the um, hospitality industry and in and, uh, and any industry that would expose me to people who were coming into their city. And, I, and I'm still doing that, but that was uh, the main facet. Now I will say um, two big turning points for the business were, the first one was uh, getting an opportunity to work with a company, Pelican New Orleans, that owns 15 concierges and, and four welcome centers within the city. Uh, getting something in place with them to where I was able to or have my boxes sold through their concierges. That was a, a big thing for me. And that and that happened through uh, a chance meeting where I walked into and I would from time to time um, on my off days from my normal job. and just go into specific hotels and other places, introduce myself, leave a car, say, hey, if you ever need me. Um, this is my information. So I walked into a welcome center. I was given the card of, of one of the directors. I reached out to that person. It was early in the year. They said, Hey, look, you know, we think there's an opportunity for you to partner with us. Give us some time because it's around whatever you know, Mardi Gras or whatever it was and come back to us. So I circled back months later, I was able to get a meeting, went in there, put together a whole presentation, sat down with the person presented and was able to, to get that. So that was, that's one big thing and the second uh, big piece was in 2019 i was able to get into a an entrepreneur cohort to where i was with i think between 9 and 12 other businesses small businesses within new orleans that were starting up and trying to learn the skills of of you know finance or how to how to handle finance for the business and networking and um, pretty much everything anybody would need to start a business. I went through that particular thing, and from there, was able to increase my network and to uh, grow the business. Got a, a ton of meetings through this particular program, through some of the connections I made, and still, I mean, the the work kind of has remained the same since the beginning. Networking, getting out, meeting people. Um, the the overall goal of my business is to be the most known gift in new orleans if somebody comes to new orleans or is not from here but knows somebody who's been here or loves new orleans i want to be the person that people can uh or want to buy and can get to to buy gifts for people either for themselves or people who love new orleans the secret sauces quote-unquote secret sauces if you will of what i'm doing is the first thing is i want to be a platform for businesses in new orleans so I don't manufacture some of the things that I put into my pro- my boxes. So, what I want to do is make sure that I'm always featuring other small businesses, giving other companies the opportunity to kind of showcase what they're doing. So that ranges from people who make trinkets to people who make uh, pralines, to people who have chips or some large companies, small companies, seasonings, um, all the things that make up New Orleans. You know, it's always going to be the people, but the people make the product. So. Um, be in that showcase and then also with the boxes as well. So I eventually want to feature New Orleans artists and people in the city who paint and have them do designs that go onto my boxes as well. So really being a platform, again, showcase everything that that is to know and love about the city, giving big brands and small brands the opportunity to, to be together and to kind of show off who they are and what they do and, and what makes up the city. The second thing is uh, I want to get into wedding gifts and uh, I want to get into conventions as well. Um, weddings would be a little bit harder because weddings in New Orleans is such a big destination wedding place. So, uh, you know, kind of setting up a, a, um, a structure to where people were coming into the city and they want to have gifts for people. Um, I have a one-stop shop where you can order certain things or let's just say you may have New Orleans as a destination wedding and you want to do some bridesmaids gifts before everything starts you can do that have everything sent to them pretty much for the entire wedding you know anything you may need at all for the guest or whatever i'm the person that can provide strictly gifts not doing food not doing anything crazy not actually cooking is what i mean but pretty much providing gifts and then obviously conventions as well new orleans is a major conventions hub um, so being the, the go-to for if somebody has a convention in new orleans they can reach out to me and say, hey, look, I'm going to need 150 of these. Can you provide that for me? And I do that. Again, working with local New Orleans vendors to find those things that need to be found and then putting that together for folks from the outside. So um, creating an ecosystem, if you will, around kind of what I'm doing in terms of providing gifts, but giving everybody the chance to kind of include themselves. Now, down the road, could that get messy? I'm sure it could. I'm sure there's, you know, there's all kinds of, potential issues I could face but I don't ever want to lose the general fabric of of what I'm doing in terms of like being that that person that kind of gathers everybody together and puts things into a form that people who aren't from here really get a feel of what it's like in New Orleans so that's kind of everything for me in a nutshell um in terms of what I'm trying to do but but that's a lot is that is is, was that too
1: much no 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 I'm I'm Completely okay. here. I'm listening. It's, I mean, I, <laughs> I love it. I everything you said. It's interesting from kind of highlighting the, all the special kind of things and features about New Orleans. And I completely agree. From traveling, um, all the way from going to Canada to South Africa, <laughs> completely mm-hmm. opposite ends of the world. I feel that there's no place like New Orleans. So I'm going to have to completely agree as well. And and I think that's special and you know, in due time I hope, you know, your vision does come true. And what I do find interesting that we will have to highlight, of course, on another um on another day is the fact of your your sense of perfectionism and that's just so interesting. And I find that quality of myself which can sometimes be a hindrance. So it's just hearing you say that it's it's funny to hear that we have some similarities in the sense of we want things to be so precise and when they're not, you know, we can really <laughs> set things back
0: or delay things so yeah, I think I've heard like perfection paralysis is something I've heard um, to where it's like you you get so caught up and I've had to learn and that that was something that kind of hindered me and I don't know how it's been with with your business but when I started my business and the pictures I didn't like the pictures I didn't like this I didn't like the certain offerings that I had and certain things that, I just didn't like how they were structured or set up so I would you know, take things off the website put things on the website and do that way. But I'd hear people that I listen to on other podcasts and other folks who I would network with who are small business owners, eventually it gets to a point where you're like, you just have to go with what you have. Um, you just have to go forward with whatever, because something is better than nothing. If I don't have a product on the website, it's not going to sell at all. Versus if I have something on there, people kind of get the gist of it. Then I have a chance. So um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. And one thing, and you and I have talked about this kind of off, you know, off of the podcast, off the record. Um, but trying to get that respectability too, when, when you're a small business, when people stumble across your website and, you know, I also told you, fortunately people have purchased a box who I don't know who I've never come in contact with who found me. And it's just like, you could put up surveys and say, tell me what you thought and this and that. But it's like, you know, it, it was good enough for them to feel like I saw this website. I think it looks great. Whether they think it looks great or not. I like what they're offering. I want to buy one. I trust this, uh, you know, I'm not Walmart. I'm not Amazon. It's just boxofcare.com. So it's not like, uh, um, you know, some sort of thing that's connected to this larger entity. So, um, yeah, we will definitely talk about that. And we've gone, we've gone way I've I've dragged this over 20 minutes. So, um, so we'll, I'll go ahead and shut this the first episode down, um, and we'll go into certain things further in detail in other episodes. But um, before we close out, do you have anything else you want to add? Anything else you want to say?
1: No, I think I just about said anything. Oh. <laughs> I think I had too much coffee. Sorry, I think I just about said nah. everything. So uh, boom, <laughs> definitely want to thank everyone for uh, you know being a part of. Or just giving us, you know, some of your time which we can never repay and we appreciate that and hopefully there's something you're able to learn or take out of this and hopefully there'll be something in the future that we can learn and take from and be able to relay as well. So
0: Absolutely. Like I said, from from now on we'll try to keep episodes around twenty minutes. Um I'll try to stop with all the rambling. Um but I also want to make sure we paint like like my brother said, paint a good picture for people to to kind of get a feel. Um, and, and, you know, if you're on the sidelines with the idea that you kind of jump in and go forward. So you know, in terms of future episodes, I'll try to keep it to where it's not necessarily time sensitive. I'm not going to, well, we won't necessarily talk about where, where time frame, what data, we didn't have to be all that. It could just be something that you can listen to now And you can listen to in a year from now and it won't make a difference to you. The principles are kind of remain the same. So um, as Dean said, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Um, We will have the next episode soon. Uh, Thanks for listening to Mind My Business. Thanks. Bye-bye.